What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Before we jump in today's episode, I just want to kickstart this with an incredible opportunity we have going on. Myself and Kyle are running a test group with four people. So the first four people to take advantage of this offer will get the special rate. But what we're looking for is four people who want to shrink their waist and grow their glutes and just improve their composition all over. So if you find you're more of kind of a rectangle shape, you don't necessarily have that curve or that look you kind of want right now, and you feel more towards that rectangle and you want to switch to an hourglass, this is for you. So to take advantage of this, DM us glute gains to join the sample group so we can coach you on how to shrink your waist, grow your glutes in over 90 days. So we're looking for people, once again, who want to lose unwanted fat, replace it with new muscle, and maximize that composition. So if that is you, go ahead and DM us glute gains on Instagram, at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Now into the episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And it's Motivation Monday, and I think there's no better way to start this week than with a free giveaway we are running on our Instagram. You know, on our Instagram, you'll see uh, we do a Starbucks giveaway there. We have that actually pinned, so you can check that out right when you go to the page. Nice and easy to enter it. Um, You know, so if you're not following us, this is a great reason to go ahead, just click follow comment like tag a friend and you were entered to win some free starbucks so we just wanted to say thank you to everyone for supporting us for listening for being a member of the fit fam and of the fit healthy and happy fam most importantly so go ahead take advantage of that enter it our instagram once again is at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t now we got the coffee going over here we hit up starbucks today we're fired up and ready to produce an incredible episode so there's going to be a lot of gems in here we're really charged up we're fired up um and we can't can't wait to get into it. And as always, we're going to start with our quotes. I got a simple one. It's more like, a, I guess, a mandate, but it is a quote just the same. So I thought it was pretty good. But the quote is, you're alive. Act like it. Go outside, call a friend, hit the gym, run until you can't, lose your phone, find yourself. So a little bit of one of those feel goody quotes, but I just, I thought it was awesome, right? Like, I think it's so easy to be caught up. Me and Kyle have been talking a lot about how people always say, oh, I'm so busy. I got so much going on. I have no time to do anything thing you know the days are just flying by or I have no energy I'm so tired you know and like what's nice is I never hear this from my clients it's more so like people in my life or people I just talk to day to day like at the grocery store or the gym or what be it Um, and it's just amazing the difference you know even between my clients with people who are just crushing it who are getting after it who are finding solutions who are getting things done and I just think it's so easy to neglect you know just having time for yourself and going out and doing fun things and just you know there's a lot of in my opinion misplaced priorities you know a lot of people will just be so glued to their phones at the wrong times or so fixated kind of on like you know capturing a moment to have a good photo to post or to share to other people and they won't go out and actually live that life they want to live and you know I like this quote in particular because it's so simple you know like calling a friend just being outside in nature you know going to the gym just going out on a crazy run or walk or hike whatever it is you know it just it feels good to do these things to get out to explore to be active and I just think in our scheduling a lot of people these are the first things they'll put to the chopping block right like it'll be more focused around you know as we always mention like working Netflix taking care of others you know all these different things shopping and it's just taking this time for yourself to go out to be to have fun to play is just such an awesome feeling 
Yeah, I love that. And like, even just when I look at this quote, like it's cool because everyone can take different things like that kind of relate to them. Even like, I love everything that Josh shared there. I've never seen, you know, one of these things, but it's like, it's simple, right? Like, you know, go outside, check mark. Okay, cool. I've done that. I've gone for my morning walk, you know, call or even text a friend. I know one guy, uh, his name's Bedros. He actually sends three gratitude messages to friends every single morning. He said he's been doing it for 10 years. I was just listening to his podcast. I'm like, man, that is so powerful. Like just, he's like, when people respond afterwards, like responding back, that gives him momentum and that makes him feel great and I think it's so powerful even just to send those messages or call someone you know I, I know it's very unnormal to to call people nowadays but like you know that hitting the gym running until you can't like from me like when I read that I, that tells me like push yourself like challenge yourself whether it's the hike whether it's whatever cardio they're going to do like push yourself to the point where like I just I truly believe we all need to challenge ourselves a lot which I'll get into after but um, and then also just losing your phone is funny because to this day like yesterday I was actually I was in the steam sauna and um just spending time thinking. I spent 10 minutes. I think I, I set, I set a timer on my watch. I was thinking, I was visualizing. And then a guy comes in and, you know, brings his iPhone in and I'm just like, man, there could not be a worse spot for me. Like if there's one, like I'll, you know, use my phone in the rain sometimes if I need to, like, you know, to navigate or whatever it is, or if I'm running and stuff, but like there could be one spot that I would never want, like just never want to use my phone would be like in a steam sauna when everything's falling down. I'm like, that's my spot to be by myself. So every little thing, like write those down, like everything, Josh listed it just it's really inspiring because it's like these are things that you can just do literally instantly for a better life and just to have overall health happiness and uh, um, fitness improve so I thought that was fantastic uh, and I'm just going to jump into my episode uh, into my um, quote here which is quite simple um, can relate to fitness but also is just more so kind of a, a life tip um, don't make permanent decisions based on temporary feelings and you know what I can kind of relate this to is I feel like a lot of times like day to day things will happen and we kind of make some, you know, emotional decisions, right? Things that we just haven't thought about, things that just aren't aren't the right decisions. And even like, you know, kind of the the way that I can relate it back to the fitness journey, because I love to relate quotes and everything that's going on back into the journey. So you guys can relate as well as like, you know, for example, if we're going through a diet phase, right, there's going to be ups and downs. Or, you know, if you're going through those times where it's just it gets super tough, like sometimes we may make those decisions just because there's a temporary feeling. We might be a little bit hungry. So then we decide to make this crazy decision. We may feel a little bit overworked. So then we decide to, you know, say, you know what? I need a deload week and I'm going to skip the gym all week. Like there's a lot of different things. Like even I can relate maybe if someone goes overboard on their calories or if someone happens to slip up, they decide to say, you know what? I'm going to decrease my calories the next day. I'm going to do endless cardio. Like there's a lot of things that you might just be feeling in the moment. And a lot of times the best thing you can do, there's two things. Number one would just be to work off of um, a, a coach and having someone actually that's unemotionally attached to, hey, listen, and you're going to be fine. We'll make this change. We'll make this change. Um, or maybe we'll keep this, things the same. And then number two is just wait it out a little bit, right? You know, it's, it's so common just to like make crazy changes right away. And even myself, there was a couple of weeks ago, I was on a run and, you know, I had a Greek yogurt and um, an iced coffee with milk right beforehand. So the entire time I was feeling horrible. I was telling my buddy, I need to take a deload. I need to take a week off. Like this sucks. Like I was horrible. And like, I felt myself just being super emotional because I was like hurting, right? My stomach was cramping. And then after I waited a few hours, I'm like, ah, eh, I was just being a little bit of a baby. Like it's just because I did this one small thing. Everything's good. I don't actually need a deload. I don't actually feel overworked. It was just because in that moment I felt overworked and a lot of times we make these crazy decisions and we're like ah you know what so take a little bit of time work off of you know what your coach says what your other people around you say don't make permanent decisions based off of temporary feelings that's my quote for this week and that's how I can relate it back to fitness and uh, that's what I got for this week
Yeah, 110 percent. That was a great quote. And if you ever want the quotes, you want to save them, uh, you know, just keep them kind of around. Even I just have like a folder in my notes for quotes and things that inspire me. And it's fun just to sometimes read them when you're not super motivated. So we do have show notes for all the episodes. So you can check that out. And that really does go a long way. Um, Now we're going to get into our thoughts. So I guess my first cool thought that we'll jump into later is I just came back from a trip to the UK, was in London, which was awesome. And I'm actually down three pounds during that trip. And I I still went out to dinner every night. I still had a lot of fun. And I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, wait, what? How do you do that? How do you, uh, you know, go away and still, you know, see success? And I'm a big believer that everyone needs to understand how they want to go about things and how they want to travel and do things. But I do know I feel my best when I'm at my best, when I'm taking care of my body, when I'm being, you know, aware of what I eat, saying so I wasn't getting chicken and veggies, you know, I was enjoying pizzas, I was enjoying pastas, I was having all these amazing different things, you know, I was having local things like, you know, chips from the fish and chips, not a big fish person, but like all these other amazing things. And I still progress on my goals and I know a lot of people perhaps wouldn't even want that they'd be happy to stay the same but we are going to jump into some of those top tips later on so I just wanted to make a mention to that and you know it's not any form of self-breaking I think it's just showing that you know you can do this and still have a lot of success I just more and more we've really talked about the all or nothing attitude and that's where a lot of people can kind of struggle and just you know even reading my book they're talking about the concept of showing up doing what you can and even me like the reason I thought of it is yesterday I came home I was adjusting time zones, but a five hour difference. So it was really late for me in the UK time, like where I was coming back from, I guess it would have been like 11 or 12 or 1230 when I was at the gym, came down from the plane. But I know that switching time zone, especially when you travel, the best thing you can do to feel better is just to hit a workout. So I went, got my workout in, it was tough. I got it done. I just felt so good. And the other thing I love that I want to pay mention to is if we can conquer our lower level mind, we can become like unstoppable. So the concept of having a lower mind and a higher mind, I mentioned how Armando said it before when we were flying to Nashville, he said, I'm going to read this whole plane. I want to watch Netflix, but I'm going to feel so good, you know, taking in that info. But it it is kind of cool, right? To see that we can challenge ourselves to do better and to still have fun and to not dilute the quality of life. Because when you have that all or nothing attitude of I'm going to just not care at all, I'm going to do nothing, whatever, or I'm going to be so intensive that I'm miserable and it's not fun. Both are horrible, right? So it's about learning this moderation. And I think moderation is something that's very hard and it's very personal. It's something a lot of people need to, you know, adjust to. But I think uh, it's always a good reminder to not make these absolutes in life. And this is something I've been working through and challenging a lot of my clients with too, right? It's just to kind of have this attitude of, you know, I'm going to show up, I'm going to do my best, I'm going to, I'm human, I'm going to make mistakes, I'm going to heal from them. But you just can't beat that person who keeps operating and doing their best. So I'm excited to talk more about that a little bit later, but I just wanted to pay, uh, you know, a mention to that today. Yeah. And I love that. And I think it's so important just like Josh knows himself very well. Like where do you operate the best and like, where do you absolutely feel the best? And it was even just really cool to see like, no matter what, like him just, you know, finding ways to squeeze his workout in. And even today, like when we were at the gym, you know, we had both come off of different situations in terms of travel and, you know, even it's just inspiring. Cause you know, he's like, nobody cares about your excuses. I'm like, honestly, that's so true. Like, it's just, that's the one thing I learned like, and continuously learn over just, you know, my entire life is just like, it's so easy to come up with something. And a lot of times, like, you know, just really like, I I hate to say it and it sounds kind of mean and intense, but like at the same time, like, you know, of course there's always like, if you look for excuses, there will always be something. And, you know, kind of relating it into like my little, you know, talk for today is I just came off of my first ultra marathon relay, which is the hardest thing ever I've ever done before, which is an over a 48 
hour period, pretty much I ran about 75 kilometers and biked 75 kilometers and, um, you know, slept about two to three hours, which was crazy. Like, you know, when you're not running, you're biking, when you're not biking, you're studying your route. When you're not studying your route, you're trying to force feed yourself because it's really hard to eat because your body's just hurting. And then when you try to finally fall asleep, it, you end up having to wake up and go run again. So I came up with about 10 different principles. I just want to share three that I feel like are beneficial, not to just talk about myself, but actually give you guys value as to like, I, I spent a lot of time brainstorming. You go into dark places like 3am, you're running by yourself. And the biggest thing I want to share is you are capable of so much more than you think. And so many people are just pushing themselves a little bit. And like David Goggins, when I shared this with some of my friends who were doing this, like he has the 40% rule. He says, when your mind is telling you you're done, you wrote really only at 40%. And I've learned that over and over again. There's been so many times my body has, and everything has just been like, you know what, let's chill out here. And then I realize you just keep pushing through. Like there's sometimes at 3am, I'm like, there's no way I can do this. And then I did like a fast 10k at about 40 minutes or something. So whatever that is, like no matter what it is for you guys, whether it's like hitting a new squat personal record, committing to a diet, committing to a show, like pushing yourself, like that is just so important. Even just teamwork. Like when you actually think about it, like for any of you here that are on your fitness journey, like who who's actually on your team, right? Like for me, I could not have done this without someone helping me with the directions, with the biking, with the, you know, just every other thing. Like when I was dead, someone else takes it, you know, and and I kind of relate that because I think so many of you are on your fitness journey and you're just doing it by yourself. Your significant other isn't involved. You know, your coworkers have no idea what's going on. You don't have anyone to help you, you know, with your programming, with your accountability. And then last but not least, and this is the most important thing I learned. And I think every single person here can just relate to is just if you can work super hard but if you're not going up the right ladder or on the right path I guess I could relate to here you're, you're just not going to get anywhere. So I know so many people and I can relate this to my run because, you know, if we went off the wrong path and we were still running super fast and we weren't on the right path, we're disqualified. Like there's no, there's no coming back from that. And the same thing for your fitness journey is so many people are putting in work. They're spending hours in the gym. They're trying to eat super clean, but the program and the plan just isn't right for them. Right. You know, and just when it comes down to it, like once again, you can work until you're black and blue, but if it's not down that right path, the right workout routine based off your body type, the right dieting phase based off of where you should be at, you're just not going to get the results. And I speak to so many people who are like, man, I'm working so hard. I'm hustling. I'm in the gym six times a week. I'm eating clean. What's going on? And the main thing is that you're just probably not on the right path and you need to get on the right path. And that's obviously what we do within our coaching. And that's why we'd love to honor, you know, some spots for you guys to, uh, you know, work with us. So make sure to send us that message with the keyword glute gains. We'll take care of you. We'll make sure you're doing the right with your nutrition, your training, your lifestyle. But that's the biggest thing. Like there are so many things I learned, but that's what I wanted to share with you guys today as I relate it back to all of your fitness journeys, which is ultimately the most important thing. Yeah, and that's why it's so good to do these hard things, to have these challenges. You know, life without challenge isn't rewarding. Even the Spartans were asked, you know, what kind of benefit do you get from being a Spartan? Because they didn't really, like, have anything. Like, they didn't have, you know, land, crazy possessions, all these different things that kind of just, like, trained, right? And they said it's the process that they love, the discipline and the excitement within it. You know, knowing you're living a life that's enriching and helping you. And, you know, simulated struggle is so powerful, too. When you learn, you can um, simulate struggle, whether it be, you know, a crazy run, being in a crazy workout, whatever it is, you know, having discipline to, you know, do well in a tough situation like travel, you're kind of like callousing your brain. It's like a muscle and you're giving yourself that attitude that, hey, I can do this, as Kyle said, and that you're capable of doing way more than you believe you are. And when you do that, that can lock into other areas of your life, right? Like maybe be like, wow, now I have that confidence to, you know, talk to that boy or girl finally, or have that confidence to 
go do whatever I really want to do in life and ditch this thing I don't want to do. And you, you can see how all these things kind of come around. And that's where fitness in, in particular, like the gym, you know, I know a lot of people give a tough time about not wanting to go and stuff. But to me, it's like a great way to simulate that struggle, to have an outlet, to feel so amazing. And even to me to wake up a little bit earlier, get a workout in, just feel amazing, feel enriched and have that physical outlet, right? Like we're made to do so much and we don't do it. We're kind of selling ourselves short. So like we said, the big thing too is don't let your own excuses to yourself stop you from living the life you want to live. And that's what we're just going to leave everyone with today. Well, that's the end of my thoughts. You have anything yeah, else you'd like to I jump got. into? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So some big things there. Hopefully, uh, once again, we always like to kind of say what's on the top of our mind. And we've kind of drafted the questions around that. You know, we've gotten some amazing questions. We usually get asked a lot, um, you know, with uh, the travel ones. So we're really happy to kind of jump into that, especially while it's fresh in my mind. But before we go ahead and do that, we're going to shout out my client, Mike, he's been absolutely killing it. It's been great to have him come in. You know, he's over 50 pounds down now, which is just quite simply fantastic. And he really just came in, he bought into the process and he's seen the result, right? Nothing sexy about it. You know, we've just been working hard. We haven't been starving, been intelligent. Now we're into a reverse diet. You can see how much leaner he is. And now we're really going to work in that phase of stacking on muscle, having him eat more calories, enjoy his favorite foods, have more freedoms and have a physique he loves. Like you can even see in the photos the posture the the look the muscle belly fullness like it's just absolutely incredible to see how much that has brought along and you know the big takeaways here are just you know consistency right discipline over motivation as we said that's the number one tip and that's you know the most powerful tip is showing up week after week you know there's been weekends where it's been like hey coach it wasn't perfect i'm gonna do better and we got right back to it it's not about that all or nothing attitude of one bad weekend it's trusting that process buying in challenging yourself and seeing the results so huge shout out to our client mike if you want to see any of the transformations you can see that on our instagram at colossus fit uh, we really highly recommend you follow our instagram because giveaways stories posts client shout outs that's where you are going to find all of that every thursday we also post show notes for the episode there podcasting i think they're trying to get to it but Obviously, you can't interact with us. It's kind of like us just talking um, and listening to us, which is awesome. But, you know, we love to hear from amazing people such as yourself, you know, even just the kind messages we get about how the podcast has changed your life in one way or a quote that was so powerful or, you know, what you've learned. It really, really makes us happy to hear that. And if you want more of our content, you want to be able to interact with us and talk and do all these other amazing things. The best way to go about that is through our Instagram. So once again, that is Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S. USFIT. Now into the mailbag. So for the big money question, the one we get asked a lot, and I, I really like how this was worded because I think this is going to be incredibly, incredibly related to a lot of people. Uh, so it's, I know this is a cliche, but I really just want to grow my glutes and shrink my waist. I feel like there's a lot of quick fixes out there. I know because I'm ashamed to admit that I've tried most of them to no avail. I know you guys are very honest, so I want to learn how I can better do this. So I love how this question was worded because there are a lot of quick fixes, right? Just really easy to see someone, like if you look at Kim Kardashian's before and after, it's like insane. Like she's changed her entire body shape, right? And I'll tell you right now, she didn't do that from doing like side leg raises. Uh, you know, there is definitely like a lot of plastic surgery amongst other things. And you do need to keep these things in mind, right? Like there, you can change quite a lot your composition, but what's tough and where people I think fall into a trap is, 
you have to look at your body shape and like what i've always loved to say is people say i want to look like this celebrity and it's like okay well you can't just radically change who you are right like i can't I could spend a lot of money making my face try to look like Kyle's, but it'd be kind of silly, right? Like it's just two different faces and bodies are very similar in that sense, right? Like some people will have really long femurs, some people short femurs, some people have wide, um, you know, a wide pelvis, so like wider hips and uh, really thick waist. Some people have a thinner waist, but you know, what's true at the end of the day is we all have abs, we all have, you know, the same bone in general so you know you can become your best self and that's what i really recommend people do more so is to be the best version of their physique so I think that is really important to remember. And if you're someone who's incredibly slender and maybe you're like, you know, very small and kind of boxy, you know, your best bet obviously would be kind of jumping into that lean bulk, doing that intelligently, because if you bulk too heavy, it's just going to make you look like, you know, a bigger box. But instead, if you go into that intelligently, you put on mass on your glutes, you put on mass on your, you know, your hamstrings, your quads, you know, you can create more of this look of actually kind of having more shape and more of an hourglass. Uh, and if you're a little bit heavier, that's where you can kind of start by leaning out and then kind of getting into a reverse and building muscle out of that position. So everyone's going to be so different and you need to start by kind of looking at it that way. That's the honest truth. You know, waist trainers aren't going to be doing this for you, you know, doing crunches all day. So your abs look tighter. It's not going to work at all either. You know, a lot of it really does come down to these big compositional changes. And that's why we've actually made this test group. We've done it before. We have some incredible transformations for that that we are also going to share on our Instagram. So do make sure you're following because, you know, if you're looking, once again, you want to tighten up, you want to lose fat around your stomach area, gain new muscle on your legs, you know, that's what it will come down to, being on a dedicated routine that obviously targets what you need. And there's so much more that goes into this because if you have crazy interior pelvic tilt, you're not going to look good. You're not going to have that look you want whatsoever. If you have really hunched shoulders and no back strength, that's also going to be a detriment, right? Obviously, training your shoulders too is actually going to present you looking like you have a smaller waist and once again, more of that hourglass feature. So a lot of this really does come down to training and where people will fall short is they'll get so heavy into, okay, I'm only doing glute exercise or I'm only doing insanely high volume work or banded work or I'm only doing cardio because I don't want to get too big and they'll kind of neglect what you actually need to do to produce an incredible transition transformation and we've done this now for dozens and dozens of girls and guys that's something i also want to touch into like you know having strong glutes is an amazing feature for a female or a male like having that strength a lot of it does come down to your glutes that's kind of like your base that's your power structure right and if you look at anyone who's super fit any like nfl player soccer player anyone figure skater they're gonna have strong glutes right because a lot of power and balance is generated from there and that's why, you know, it can be just as applicable for anyone. So once again, if you want to lose fat, gain muscle, we're here to help you with that through your programming, through your nutrition, as I mentioned, going at it the best way for you and your direction that is going to see the most change. But in terms of some actionables, because I don't want to just talk in abstracts here, you know, if the average person said, hey, Coach Josh, I want to tighten up my waist grow my glutes and see some improvement, what should I do? The first thing I'd really recommend is um, three leg days is amazing. Most people are gonna go one leg day, but I really have no problem, especially if you don't wanna have the world's most yoked upper body, doing three legs, two upper days, right? So you could either structure that as leg, um, push, pull, leg, push, pull, leg, or you could structure that as leg, push, leg, pull, leg. 
right? So those are kind of the ways you can go about it. But if you want a huge emphasis on your legs, especially for the ladies out there that just, you know, want to have some awesome, really strong looking legs, this is going to go a long way, right? Obviously pushing more volume to that muscle is going to be important. But what's important is you also need to grow into it. If you just jump into an insanely intensive routine that isn't made for you, that you aren't, you don't have the ability to it. A lot of that is going to be junk volume and you're just going to be going through the motions and you're going to get less than someone perhaps only does two days, but they do them with more intention than you. So you want to be aware of that. You also want to make sure you're doing the right movements in these leg days. So you want to go ahead and utilize those big movements that are actually going to help you stack on new mass. Think squats, think deadlifts, think stink leg deadlifts, think hip thrusts. You know, you want to make sure you're really working these powerful muscles. You don't want to just be on the adductor, abductor machine, maybe quad extensions, hamstring curls. That's not what you want to be doing at all. You don't want to neglect these big muscles. And just the same, you don't want to neglect the small muscles. Where people go wrong is they'll look at the leg usually as a whole. It's like, I'm training legs today. And the exception to that is glutes. Glutes will usually get a little bit more love. Maybe, you know, people program in a glute focused day, but you really want to look at it as a whole package. And you really, especially I find uh, ladies in particular, you need to look at yourself and like, look at photos and work off of that. There's a good chance to be really quad or hamstring um, dominant. Like you can literally see in the photos, uh, usually which one is going to be more dominant and you shouldn't necessarily be training those the same. You should be addressing that weak spot and not overcompensating your strengths. You need to be able to identify that. You need to make sure you're doing the right you know forms of squats and deadlifts and different things to once again accentuate more growth and development in your physique and in your journey so my biggest response to how to do this better is actually to be more intelligent about it so to approach nutrition as well as training and planning in this mindset of okay i'm actually going to do this intelligently i'm not just going to go in there and do a million things because some girl showed me it on instagram but i'm going to do what's best for me and the great news is if that's like kind of a lot and kind of shocking, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to stop. Start, let us help you. We want to produce an amazing transformation. So there is an awesome discount for this. This is a killer opportunity to get it started. There is still an investment. This still is high level one-on-one -on -one coaching. It does work. We have a 98% success rate, over 2,500 transformations. And we look forward to some of you being our next success story. So once again, go ahead and message glute gains to us on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. What do you have to add on, Kyle? Sorry, I popped off there. No, that's good, man. You had some great insight. And, you know, we've helped thousands of people at this point uh, with this exact scenario. So it's it's really cool and such a great question. Now, I, I honestly think learning from mistakes is one of the greatest ways to learn, like, what not to do, essentially. So I've just written down a few things, like, mainly when we, you know, talk to people who are looking to do this type of stuff, I'd say there are, like, quite a few mistakes. And especially I'm going to just talk about training because... I do think training is so important in this case. Um, in terms of just like the leg days, I know Josh has briefly touched on some of these, but you know, a lot of times people just don't have the right amount of days, the right amount of volume, right? You know, you speak to someone, they're maybe doing one leg day and they're like, what the heck? Like, why aren't I, you know, growing my glutes, right? So that's going to be such a big difference. Like Josh said, three days is great. You know, two solid days is also amazing, but you know, making sure you're doing the right amount of frequency volume, the right amount of days. And, you know, even just the right exercises, like I think so often, um, I know Josh mentioned this briefly, but like people are just like, oh, they're doing their quads a ton they're doing their hamstrings a ton and like even just like they're doing way too many donkey kicks and like frog pumps like those are good exercises but at the same time like that those aren't the ones that are going to get you the results that you you deserve and that kind of brings me even into like the the banded side of things like so many people are following these like you know these 10 minute band workouts and just like using a band for everything but they're not actually lifting heavy like the people who actually
actually get the results that they're looking for in terms of glute actually push themselves on the hip thrust on the glute pull throughs on the you know the deadlifts the squats like the most important movements they're not just flailing their legs around just doing donkey kicks and so, you know, once again I'm not saying I'm never going to do a donkey kick but like that shouldn't be the main bulk of your training maybe we could add that in at the end of our training you know even just like there's a big difference in terms of like a, a slightly le- leaning forward uh, Bulgarian split squat and a donkey kick with no weight like in terms of what's going to give you the best um, you know bang for your buck right and then in terms of the nutrition like especially because the main goal here is to be shrinking the waist like the calories have to be in check if you're someone who just starts training super hard and then you're eating weighing a surplus and stuff like that you're going to be like what the heck like why aren't i getting the results i deserve so depending on the photo and like where where you're at i'm either going to just start to get you into a nice little slight deficit once again keyword slight um i think a lot of people once again will also get into way big of a deficit and then it just be really hard to build that lean muscle and that shape that they're looking for or we might have you around maintenance but once again the biggest thing is it depends on the photos it depends on where you're at it depends on what you've done in the past because some people who have done no leg day training or never done squats or never done like like there's a lot of things to consider and that's why of course we'll take care of you but those are our biggest strategies um once again the biggest and most important thing is once we see those photos we see those measurements we see where you know your fat is distributed and where your muscle is distributed and where your just your your muscle bellies are are laying like we'll create something that's perfect based off of your situation but that's a really good question and hopefully some of these tips can help you you know um get rid of the uh you know the waste kind of shrink the waste and then grow your glutes as well yeah you know if you just make an effort to be healthier you start working out you're gonna start to naturally see development there as well but if you really want to see like faster results you definitely do need to take this pretty serious especially if you want a really you know big physique change i think what's tough is a lot of people wake up one day and they like oh i want a really good body but a good body takes a lot of work and going about it in that intelligent viewpoint and kind of looking at it from every component of the journey you know just like we do with our clients that's how we're able to get faster transformations that's where you can save a lot of time by not making mistakes and kind of understanding you know the level of effort that's needed to be put in to have someone to challenge you to lift more weights and even if you don't take advantage of these offer these are things you need to actually consider in your own journey to make sure you are seeing this change so that was an awesome question i'm glad we were able to jump into that and once again if you want to take advantage of this test group and this case study you know in 90 days we're going to have transformations from this and they're going to be killer so i hope it's you and you want to be our next success story if you do at colossus fit as always now into number two so i travel often for work have a hard time staying on track even the shorter trips so what are some strategies you would recommend so what i love is i have a lot of clients that are always traveling like every week or every other week they're still in the coaching process they're crushing it they're seeing progress why because they're getting accountability through it i think that's the first you know big important thing if you want to see serious results having someone to hold you accountable is so good and i'm not even saying necessarily by way of coaching like even a friend having a goal to hold yourself accountable to all these things are so important because if you have no goals no purpose no you know desires like when you're going away what's motivating you right like what's motivating you to make those good decisions on food when you could just quickly pick something up at mcdonald's what's motivating you to wake up to go to the gym you know what's motivating you to actually want to see change and do better and that's where i think a lot of people get kind of messed up is they'll just live their lives and then one day they'll weigh in a scale or someone will say oh you've gained weight and it just hits you so hard because you know i it's it's really tough but 
a lot of people I think would rather be ignorant to their situation than acknowledge it, right? And live with it. But when you're ignorant to it, like, and you put something off, it's like, fine. Like, you know, let's say you're getting a bunch of bills. You're just, oh, I'm not paying them. I'm not going to pay them. I'm not going to pay them. You're really just hurting yourself because you're just like preparing yourself for a reckoning, right? You're letting all these negatives compound and it can be the same with your physique, right? Like you could, you know, be really out of breath when they go upstairs. You could need to go to the hospital because of something that happened. You could, um, you know, realize one day that you've gained 25 to 30 pounds and your clothes fit you and it could feel miserable. And like, it's just something you shouldn't want for yourself. Right. So that's why I'd say the first big thing is goal setting, like kind of having that purpose, um, you know, going in with preparation. Hey, are there gyms around me? Do I kind of have a plan? What can I do? And I'm just going to share some things I did. So I did exactly that. You know, I kind of knew what gyms I had access to kind of where I was. There wasn't a ton, but there was one. It was really nice. It was kind of different, um, but I'm like, okay, they only did day passes, which kind of sucked, but I went in there and I did it. And I did my best and I got four workouts in, not my normal five, but that's okay. I did my best and it's not this all or nothing attitude. You can't expect to, you know, necessarily do a hundred percent. And if you're able to get in no workouts, it's like, okay, how can I walk a little bit more? So some of my favorite tips have always been like just having my own uh, breakfast. So even I know a lot of hotels, like they didn't have fridges. So I'd buy a Greek yogurt every day and just put it in the mini bar. So I'd have it for the next day, like one of those serves with a spoon in it. And it was just a really simple, easy way for me to start with a lot of protein, really low calorie and then going into lunch i'd get something really hearty just the same really high protein you know relatively decent calories then for dinner you know i had all my dinners kind of reserved and you know they're really nice fancy dinners but i had a ton of calories i had already gotten a lot of my protein i already felt amazing from getting my workout in so those are kind of you know my first biggest tips the next biggest ones are try to walk more you're traveling, you're out there, even if it's for business, if you're able to walk more, you're going to feel better. You're going to be able to think you're able to see more of the city you're in, you know, to really take it in, to be there in the scenery. Um, it's a lot cheaper than taking Ubers and taxis and you just feel overall better. Like it feels just awesome to get walking in. And even if you're not able to go to the gym for an entire week, at least you are getting some glycogen to your muscles. You're out there getting active. You're going to be able to eat more calories. You're getting fresh air it can be really great too, especially if you're at a tough work conference. So these are kind of the big tips I've really, you know, challenged my clients with. And another awesome tip too, is like, how can you treat your situation the same? Like even me, instead of, Oh, I'm away, I'm not going to fill up my spreadsheet. I'm not going to track my calories. No, it's, there was things that were hard harder to do absolutely right like you know even the the sunday roast it was so cool and it's so different right but like i found a way and i just did it ingredient by ingredient i was filling out the spreadsheet every day even there was a few days where i was about 500 over and i went into this trip saying you know i'm okay being 500 to 700 over so i've been eating like 2800 so to me you know being 33 to 3500 is kind of where i wanted to be that allowed me to still have like awesome you know sweets right like i was able to have like sticky toffee pudding as i mentioned pizzas pastas you know all these incredible delicious things right and i was still able to see progress and lose weight because i went in with that level of preparation and that's all it needs to be it doesn't need to be all or nothing it shouldn't be miserable it shouldn't take away from your vacation if you despise a gym and you don't want to get there go on long walks on the beach you know if you like running maybe you know even i'm not someone who runs but i can see the appeal of running in a new city 
just like I like to walk because you get to see it. You get to be out there. You get to explore. Like it's so cool. And it actually gives you more time in that place, right? Instead of just Ubering from place to place and holding up on the inside, you can really see it. So when you go in with this preparation, you go in saying, hey, it doesn't need to be way different. Like, yes, there's more challenges, but I'm going to kind of, you know, address how I can approach them. And then maybe there's one day that's super important and you choose and you make a decision to not log. That's totally okay too. It just, I think a lot of people really will kind of say like, eh, you know, I want to break from everything so that's why I'm going away but it's like to me it's not really a break if it's my lifestyle like I eat to feel good too and when you're feeling good and you're eating foods and you're not just absolutely picking out you're not getting a headache after you eat you're not feeling sluggish the next day you're not sleeping in because you you know had way too many and you the next day you miss a gym and you miss half your day and you're diluting your vacation so you can see how it kind of comes full circle to that right and how ultimately you can feel better and you know for snacks too I just avoid like things that I know I don't need like a bag of chips it's like eh, it's not really gonna add value to me I'd rather have those really fancy dinners and enjoy these nice restaurants and take in these things. Instead, I'll lean more around the protein options and feel good with that. And I'll, you know, make sure I'm tracking things before I eat them to make sure it kind of fits in the component. And, you know, I know a lot of people will say, oh, well, that's compulsive, but it takes me 10 seconds. It literally took away no quality from my experience at all. And, you know, when you approach things with this moderation, maybe normally I'm 80-20, maybe there I was 60-40, but I'm still portioning. I'm looking at calories. A few days of my protein weren't weren't exactly where they needed to be, but I didn't just go, ah, oh, screw it. You know, instead of 3,500 cows, let's have 5,000. No, not at all. So like when you kind of have that attitude, you can do these things, you can enjoy it and you can continue on your life seeing progress, right? Like it's just, to me, it's a horrible feeling when you go away, you do something awesome and you're put so far behind on that progress. It's just the same as like finance. Like if you just spent a year's worth of money in a week, you'd feel horrible. It'd be a cool week but that's not worth it at all, right? So you kind of want to learn how to do these things so you can keep doing them, right? You don't want to be scared to go away because you're going to blow up and not feel yourself. And, you know, maybe you've had a bad experience, but you can kind of figure out where your balance lies. I know some people are like, hey, I'm getting all my workouts. I'm smashing my calories every day. Protein's going to be on point. I don't play around. That's that's sick. Like, you know, I respect that. That's beast mode. And then some people are like, hey, I want a little more moderation. Some people say, hey, I'll open that up, you know, maybe a thousand calories more. And, you know, I'll just eat it only if I need it. When I come back, I'll just get back to the grind. No big thing. And you just got to ask yourself where you are. But if you have a plan and understanding, it's less of a shock when you get back. So those are my biggest tips. I know Kyle will have some to jump into. And then the last thing, too, is to try and take, you know, your rest and recovery and sleep as serious as you can. And hydration usually gets thrown to the wayside when you're Way. so always have that water it's going to have you be more full it's going to help you not get thrown off it's not going to get you headaches it's going to go a long way and yeah that's my biggest uh, tips right there yeah and like even like one so josh nailed it that's literally everything i firmly believe in and you know especially for a lot of you who do travel quite often like i have a lot of clients who just are always on the fl- flights and heading to different places sometimes three-day trips sometimes you know week-long trips and like my biggest thing and this is even kind of relating to how to stay on track on the weekend is i think so many people travel treated as if it's like this crazy big thing. Like for me, if I'm going away, it's like, Hey, I'm just, I'm in a different spot. That's really the only difference. Yes. The foods will be a little bit different. Like, but I try not to think it and overthink that. Oh my God, it's this crazy thing. And I need to do this, 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 like pretty much my life stays the same. It's just the only difference is things may be a little bit more inconvenient. So I may not have access to the the certain cooking utensils that I'm used to. But a lot of these things that I've just learned over the years allows, allow me to stay on track. But 
you know, like when it comes down to it, just that mindset of just like, okay, I'm going away. What do I do? How do I do it? Like, you know, it's the same stuff. Like, and even just for the weekend, it's like so many people Friday hits and it's like game over. I don't care what happens. I don't, nothing else matters. And that's the same. Like when people go on a a trip, I guess, whatever vacation, whatever you want to call it, they just have that, they have that mindset. But one other small unconventional little thing that you can do as well is like, you know, even just knowing that you are taking a trip is like you can start to kind of dial things in a little bit differently so for myself like I know that maybe I won't bring my my belt my you know so I may not be doing as much powerlifting stuff so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to you know load up my workouts this way and then maybe just you know do a little bit more pump stuff there and you know maybe do a, a mini deload like there's a lot of things you can do knowing that you are going to be traveling to make sure that you prepare so that way you don't you know I don't come back just be like oh man I haven't hit legs in two weeks like I just you know I feel like crap or whatever like you know so you can kind of like work things around you can take you know an unload week and stuff like that but you know even just like yeah if you don't have access to a gym like Josh said like honestly like I get the most insane amount of steps when I'm traveling and it's just you know rightfully so right there's beautiful places like I actually feel like it's almost easier for me to to stay on track and to like essentially lose weight and stuff I'm like oh my gosh I got to go eat more food I'm moving so much I'm checking out all these places I want to go for a run and then I want to go for a walk and do all this like crazy stuff but it really doesn't have to be complicated and I think the biggest thing is just that mindset of just like you know what hey it is what it is. It's regular life. It'll be a tiny bit harder in a couple of these situations, but you know, here are a few things that I'm going to do. I already booked ahead at the gym. I already, you know, pre-calculated some of these things and you end up feeling way better afterwards. Like I've been on one trip in the past where I just, I did not treat myself right. I never want to feel like that again. So going forward, I'm like, you know what? I take care of myself. My body is my everything, you know, and it is for every, everyone, right? The put the stuff you put into your body, the way you treat it, like you're going to be living in one body for the rest of your life. So I don't want to go through these things where, you know, I'm one week on one week off one month on one month off. Like it's just not worth it. Like treat your body with respect, no matter what it is. And it'll treat you with respect for the rest of your life. So that was a really good question. Yeah. Being hung over, overfed and overtired is not a great way to live. I'm not saying can't go out and do fun things and have moments where maybe you're one of those things, but like, I just think there's such a reward and expectation and kind of a default to always be doing all those things, always be maximal. But to me like that's such a short-term hedonistic view and like you know to enjoy something for like 20 minutes like just stuffing your face full it comes with such a cost right and they say healthy body healthy mind for a reason like when we're eating good things we're still enjoying them we don't feel like we have any restriction but we're just not pigging out and we're active and we're excited to wake up the next morning we have energy you're still going out you're seeing the city like to me that's when i feel my best and i know that and i know most people feel the same way and yeah sure you can have the occasional day where you know you go out and you really get after it and you have a ton of fun and maybe you feel the effects of it but you know when you kind of approach it too with like understanding you know how you want to feel and being mindful of it I just I think it makes it a lot easier and I really recommend you know even if you had you know previous trips that have just been so intensive and over the top trying one where you try to be you know more locked in and acknowledge how you feel and I promise it'll be better you know it's more motivating too you can come back it's easier to snap back into life like very often people always say, I need a vacation from my vacation, right? But when you kind of go about it like that, like I feel so energized, I feel fired up, you know, and it just, it's a great feeling for certain. So I'm really happy that question was asked as well. And it was really applicable having just got back, which is awesome. And then last but not least, we have a short one. So no matter what I do, I keep forgetting to drink water. Even though you mentioned it's the most important thing, what can I do to remember to drink water more often? 
Yeah. So honestly, like if you really do struggle, set set reminders. Like honestly, reminders are, in my opinion, are one of the most underrated things. And, you know, even for you, like I've never had to struggle. I never struggle with water myself, but just anything in my life that I just, I, I can't get a grasp of. I can't create a habit, you know, whether it's like, you know, for a while it took me just a bit of time to put stuff into my spreadsheet to, you know, to log and stuff and just people overlook reminders you know our our devices are so incredible and even just like you know if i need to send out a text or an email or whatever i'll just be like okay you know talk to my phone or just put it into the reminder tab on the iphone and it'll just remind you every few hours and it just shows up on your phone you're like oh that's right i got to do that so i would say that would be like the number one biggest thing number two is just like have a water bottle that you really like that isn't you know like one of those like inconvenient gallon jugs like i hate those things you can't put in a cup holder you just it's too inconvenient it's too big to carry around I kind of look weird drinking that thing hey if that works for you that's cool but for me personally when Josh introduced me to clean canteen um, I loved it in the past and you know he's got a couple of those and you know I've got a swell bottle I've got like a couple different variations as well but just like you will never find me I always say you'll never if you ever cross paths with me you will not find me without a water bottle near my side just because I just keep it no matter what like it's just it's one of the easiest ways because like it's just it's there with me like if I'm driving somewhere if I'm you know filming this podcast I got it right beside me like I will always have it and I know it's like you know kind of a bit hard to say hey just you know drink more water uh just like that but like if you're have a bottle by your side at all times there's no way that you're not going to be able to just drink it there's no way that you're not going to remember like every time I look over now I see okay it's right there I guess I got to drink it right so another thing is just make it a little bit more fun for to start if you want if you want to start with sparkling water if you want to add some stuff to make it taste a little bit better I know this is a bit of a different thing than like remembering but for some people who just like are also like I can't drink it it's kind of boring like this and that like you can do that the only issue is you don't want to depend on it to taste as good because at the end of the day water is water it doesn't need to be this crazy exciting fun thing like some meals when you go to a restaurant Uh, but yeah those are my biggest takeaways the reminder the bottle by your side at all times and then just like make it fun as well um, if that helps you out some killer tips there Kyle absolutely knocked it out of the park and yeah make that effort have you know accountability mechanisms just keeping it near you is definitely my biggest tip so we really do hope you enjoyed today's episode a lot of gems in here today you know take them apply them create change in your life and see some better results we just want to thank everyone for tuning in today free giveaway once again on the instagram for the four of you that want to take advantage of that case study what are you waiting for let's level up together let's get you the results you deserve let's help you put on that new lean muscle and just that new confidence and that happiness that comes alongside that so once again message glute gains whether you're a guy or a girl if you want to see change you want to lose upwards of 20 pounds of fat and add 10 pounds of new muscle this is for you uh once again glute gains to us on instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Peace out.